Welcome to the Tearing It Up podcast. I'm your host, Taryn. We'll be tearing it up, tearing it down, and tearing it apart, dissecting all things related to those who deviate from the standard. From leaders of their industry to leaders of mediocrity, and maybe a gear review or two thrown in. We shoot the shit and let the conversations flow, so if that's not your style, this may not be for you. Otherwise, listen in. Hope to light a fire in you somehow. Love her. Love her. Um, so this is the I think the first time we've been able to record uh twice in one week so that's pretty cool Um, we're adults dude yeah it's been like we've had a couple that were you know actually like within a week's time then it was like two weeks then we had some three weeks so it's like sweet we're we're doing it um so now I'm like I just thought of though I'm like usually when we record I just post on like right away and I'm like hmm do I wait now until Thursday right like one exact week and have some sort of actual schedule where new episodes come out on a certain day um fuck it up sis I say yeah. we keep guessing <laughs> yeah kidding. yeah seriously seriously it's nice but I'm not sure if we have enough of a following that it matters like, yeah 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 exactly that's why I was like yeah just post it because I think right now the more I feel like we could post the more there is just for people to like see and it pops up mm-hmm. you know like again like before it gets too far down in the in the like I don't know log book or something it's like oh yeah. back up to top um so yeah like for now We're relevant. we are relevant but um yeah, I was mentioning, so trying to do more video comment content and stuff. So I talked about the Outdoor Media Summit last time. I can't yep. say last week, really, but I don't know exactly. I can't remember exactly what I said. A lot of TikTok shit and stuff like that. So kind of trying to do some more video content like you just mentioned before we press record too of how difficult it can be when you're first starting, whether it's like recording your podcast or doing front-facing videos on the social media even Um, just like talking to your phone or talking out into the ether like having a conversation one-on-one is a whole nother thing but like talking at your phone or your device and just being like hey hey phone it's me again yeah Yeah, it's so funny and weird like I it was yesterday because we got that snow last week had just a little dusting well I guess we got like six inches but it all melted away and solid yeah it all melted yeah so it all melted away but it was coming in again last night so yesterday we spent uh, a couple hours in the morning just putting a bunch of stuff away and this is like okay I want to do a little video of also for just my own um record of of the property and the progress and how things are going like I want to it's kind of like a personal journal diary for us and what's happening right now and also like well fuck it like let's share it and see see what happens um so I told Andrew though I'm like all right I'm gonna do some video content so don't laugh at me as I'm just (laughs) standing here talking to myself and staring at myself feels so freaking funny but then, mm. so it was so fucking windy last night. I thought it was going to start snowing a lot earlier than it did. I have no idea what time it actually started, but it was windy as fuck. And I like could not sleep. 
because I was so anxious that a tree was going to fall on us. But I I felt that way at the house in town. I felt that way when I lived in Tacoma. I guess I've just yeah. always lived surrounded by trees. So yeah. I hate the fucking wind. Um, mm-hmm. And my, yeah, I tried to put. I think that's a real fear. Yeah. Yeah. We and well, like, especially now. I mean, I feel like if a tree falls on a house, I feel a little bit more protected from wh- where my room always was in a house, I guess, that yeah. I wasn't going to get squished. But on this little tin box, I'm like, motherfucker. And Andrew was like passed out pretty hard last night, I think, because it was his birthday yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, we all drank throughout the day, but, uh, you know, maybe he was here in the wind, but I was fucking freaking out. Like this thing was rocking. Like I didn't think we would fall over, <laughs> but at one yeah. point somehow one of the blinds rolled up itself and uh I got up because I could just it's you know all it was snowy now so it was like a white reflection outside and I look outside and I was looking at the trees and those motherfuckers were so weighing I was like oh god I shouldn't have looked (laughs) best to not know yeah then it finally calmed down and we had this winter storm warning that we could get two to four feet where we live um but that was from sunday night to wednesday morning so i thought it was gonna snow throughout today but it hasn't snowed all day it's been sunny it's supposed to start coming in again tonight maybe in a couple hours and then snow like all day tomorrow and tuesday night pretty good so we'll see what we how how are you feeling about this season like i Um, know you have a you don't have a pass oh yeah no so, and I haven't thought about one as much as I did last year when we made the decision not to get one, um, because, because where we're at, I like being up here full time now, I feel more confident than I did last year that I will take advantage of the quote unquote backcountry, whether yeah. that's actually split boarding or just doing laps on the other side of the property here, uh, so I'm super excited for it to snow, but I really wish I didn't fucking work on Monday because that would be the day <clears throat> to be able to try just a little lap with a rock board. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's still going to be so many obstacles that are barely, barely covered, but uh, just for like a little, like I Ripping. said, little slow leisure, like cruise down lab on this side of the property I feel like could potentially happen on Wednesday but mm-hmm. and then I'm just worried like okay after this week like what's gonna happen once it gonna snow again like yes. let's keep this base I don't want it to just melt away I want it to keep accumulating so as long as I can get some friends to come up here because I have a couple friends who also are not sure about their past situation and I'm like yeah this is great too to either hike it shuttle it with the sleds uh so many different options and it will be like just our spot I think we could have a lot of fun back here and then we also are just right back up like next to forest land that we can actually go um do more snowmobiling or longer what what is is like mushroom foraging big there or is it is it too high in altitude people do it uh they love their morels here just like up there or down yeah up there <laughs> um but I I and I think it's pretty big I just don't know that world at all or do yeah. it so I can't speak to it with a lot of knowledge but I do have this friend oh my god actually so this gal who 
I guess she's more of an acquaintance because we don't know each other too well, but she dates one of Andrew's really good buddies who he grew up with. And her sister was the girlfriend of um, the guy from The Alpinist, Mark. What? Yeah. Yeah, I just figured this out. Like, I watched the whole... I watched it, but um, at the time that we watched it, I didn't really... What know. was her name? It was pretty red. It's Brett, yes, I think. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so I just recently discovered it somehow, kind of scrolling. Because did you know, um, of Hillary Nelson? No. She is a um, like a pioneer in women's uh, well, in mountaineering, ski mountaineering, uh, and as a woman like especially as a woman but even not as a woman she was a pioneer in like first descents and stuff like that she passed away recently like um oh gosh maybe a month ago um on a fall when they were summiting a mountain and I should really know all these things Ooh. but I don't um every time a mountain takes the like natural elements being out in the wilderness takes a soul it just like gives me the shivers yeah totally and so I feel also um bad that I didn't really know of her I'm like how because I don't know I don't follow a lot of ski folks or ski mountaineering um I knew of like pro a couple pro skiers but I yeah don't follow the ski world specifically too much and even these days barely the snowboard world still just the same ones I have followed for a long time but I don't keep up to date with it so I was like gosh how did I not know this much about this woman who's done so many things like I felt like a bad um I don't claim to be a feminist so it's not really right (laughs) to say like a bad feminist but you know like what the fuck How how am I so ignorant to this amazing woman and I felt so so sad that I didn't know her (laughs) didn't know enough about her until it was too late but so around the time that she died there was a lot of posts about her and then so through that rabbit hole I found Brett and saw the I'm like ask Andrew I'm like oh my god is is that Austin's sister I'm like because that was like his the alpinist girlfriend and he looks at her he's like oh my god yeah it is because so he oh didn't know um but she brett does is an amazing climber and phenomenal yeah yeah does all the these... girl has some fucking balls yeah so Ooh. i was just I was, i've been meaning since i found out like oh my god i have to tell amber like of this yes. uh weird kind of connection but um so also, i think you, was... have... you go oh so the, and the other connection where you can we can make this full circle is one of our episodes back in the spring or something an account summit honeys reposted yeah. us yes austin is a part of that so austin is oh, brett's awesome. sister and i'm not sure if brett is involved in some honeys i don't exactly know who all runs it but so i think it was austin who maybe did the sharing or whatnot or um so yeah that's that's uh like wow so crazy Wild. the yeah. webs we weave man so crazy i feel like there's another one. Oh, so <laughs> the thing i wanted to tell you yes <laughs> is next week i'm gonna be an extra in a katie burrell movie <laughs> oh no your sound is gone oh there it is <laughs> oh what yeah yeah 
so she's um, coming down to Tahoe. Yeah, she's here. I think she's been here for a little while. It's like a pretty highly produced film. I don't know if it's going to be one of her. Um, have you seen any of her longer ones? They're all, you know, they're short, like 15 yeah. minutes, but longer than obviously the. I feel the Instagram. most recent ones that I've watched of hers that are new to me is the one where she and her boyfriend like go on stuff and things. Yeah, the series of the cam loops or something yes. in Canada. Yeah. Yes. So uh, the sh- there's a couple of guys, Sig, uh, st- well, Steven Sig is his name. Sig owns a movie theater in Tahoe City. And this other gentleman, Jared Drake, he's a producer and they they got together like, i don't know six well 2014 15 ish because i knew them from when i worked at the crest they both lived mm-hmm. in alpine meadows and came into the crest all the time and so they were regulars there um so yeah i knew knew them and i knew they were working on a movie that they just released this past uh fall called buried and it was about an avalanche that happened up in Alpine Meadows in the 80s. And this film has gotten like rave reviews. I know how long they've been working on it because I was, you know, working there when they'd have meetings about doing this film. And I saw like Katie Burrell post about it or something and then be with them. And I saw that they were going to be making a movie together. Like, no fucking way. Like, I got <laughs> to get back in touch with old Sigo and see, make sure he remembers me and see how I can get involved in this movie. But then the... The movie theater that he owns in Tahoe City is called The Art House, and they posted recently, which is something that I did share to our story um, on Instagram, but that they were looking for extras for the movie. And all you had to do is, you know, just say which date you wanted to where you were you were available or whatever in your email. And so I got picked and I'm like, yeah, I'm sure I'll be like, <laughs> you know, just standing in the background. I don't even know if I'll ever be seen. But I was like, oh, my God, like, how cool, because really, I just want to be able to have the chance to, like, meet her, because all I'm yeah. about now is any way that I can form connections and network with people and carry yes. them on for longer than, uh, you know, the high by like Hillary and I a couple years ago met Tora Bright at Squab, which is now Palisades Tahoe. Yeah. Um, I we saw her we're like is that Tora and we almost did the thing we're like okay like no we we're not going to be those people who go up and say anything but it was like no what the fuck are we doing we can't miss this opportunity so we went up to her and got a picture with her um and which was cool I mean I, at the time and even now I don't have any uh thought of why I would keep a connection with Tora Bright but with Katie Burrell I'm like uh yeah can we <laughs> you know become distant friends where I can yeah. again one day have you on the podcast or something or do a do an actual funny film with you or something god I would shit myself I don't know if I like okay so I consider you and I to be pretty comical Mm -hmm. but when it's like a situation where you're like oh my god it's like a celebrity I I feel like I would just like choke up and pucker up like a motherfucker and just like not be myself whatsoever right and which I feel like will be perfect because I'm just extra standing around um (laughs) I probably will be there for eight or nine (laughs) hours and not saying a word so (laughs) I don't know I don't know what to wear we all you know have your own outfits and stuff I don't know what the premise of the movie is all I can guess is some kind of ski town stuff because there's a couple different um scenes in which they're filming but yeah I'm just like oh my god also it's very 
incredible to me the age of life that we are living in now where there are just like YouTube sensations and Instagram sensations that just like fucking blow the shit up just mm-hmm. from being genuinely themselves. Mm-hmm. I I need we need to hop on that wave, man. And like, what is it? And I and I think okay, I think what it is is like the timing and this the like. I don't want to say severity, but like intensity or the like just genuineness of that person's true being just being put out into the ether and being people being like, fuck yeah, man, like I can totally relate to this. Mm-hmm. So it's just so interesting. And I hope that um, I get discovered one day. Yeah. So that's <laughs> that is one thing that I've been thinking about a lot lately which has also been the reasons of like just saying like fuck it and putting myself out yeah. there is because why not like and I'm not gonna try and make a connection as uh like uh, as not myself because what that's not gonna get me anywhere I just have to just be myself and if it works out it works out which with like I said even with that summit last week of actually going and talking to the gal um of the podcaster emily holland where i was really tempted to just like no no i don't want to interrupt her but i was like if i don't do it now like it probably would have happened because we were on the same team for a little session there but i think it was still so much nicer to have broken that ice first than in that group because we already had made a small connection first and now we're like together and just building upon that um and just to these little fucking things like i mean this thing with katie burrell i have no idea like hopefully she'll you know she's a cool person and nice that she will talk to all of us and introduce herself and you know we could get the the pics or whatever i just have no idea what it would be but i will do everything in my power to foster a actual connection with her like i said even if that just means being able to have her on the podcast at a later time and without just reaching out cold of like hey we have this tiny little podcast that five people listen to like would you please be on it (laughs) like we can't pay you anything we can't do anything you know like all right gotta put myself out there let people know what we're doing and that there is a goal and a purpose behind it too and it's to just share stories and be like relatable stories so like you just said being ourselves and being relatable so that people out there know that they're not the only ones but also big picture goals of the podcast Mm -hmm. is to talk to people who have made it per se and are also relatable and can be like yeah it's not all rainbows and unicorns or this is what I had to go through to get it and basically not a clear path don't give up like do I want to be famous no that's not what I'm reaching for most of this is selfish and that I want to be able to talk to these people now I have a platform that I think I'll be able to do it but I don't I don't want to be viral per se but I would like to reach more people to have the opportunity to talk to people and get to just yeah have that cool connect with with the greater being yeah yeah so that and then even just to the littlest thing of on LinkedIn are you on that platform no but I fucking need to get on that so I've been on it for fucking ever but never really used it. I only used it to scroll job postings for like the outdoor industry and whatnot. But a lot of people are, I I feel like it's, maybe I just didn't know it was always a a thing, but I feel like it's reviving in that 
people are using it a lot in the more professional social media setting. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to use it a little bit more, which just means engaging on it and posting on it. And a gal from the the founder, one of the founders of Wild Rye posted today, and she posted a picture of her and the co-founder who has Katie, who has since um, sold her mm-hmm. out of it. But she was from Tahoe and I knew her again from the crest. Like she oh. came in all the time and had a little office at the co-working place above us. And so knew her from there. And so when she started Wild Rye, they were doing shipping out of the office in Olympic Valley, which is where Palisades Tahoe is. Um, and I applied to be a shipper because I was just like, this was in their first beginning days. There wasn't a lot of women's specific clothing companies. I just started biking. I'm like, oh my God, I want to fucking be involved in this because for years I wanted to be a gear tester and fit model for the the people who aren't a fit model, you know? Yes. <laughs> and because of the schedule I don't know it didn't work out I don't know if they ever even hired anybody or ended up doing it themselves or whatnot but I didn't get it so Kate Kate god Cassie is the one who made the post of that picture of those two in their like beginning days and I had to comment I was like oh my gosh I love this whole story she was talking about how they got into REI and where they stand now and it's just so cool to see that they have grown to to that and they're still like grassroots as well and I told her like I I knew Katie and I applied to be a shipper at the time and I just you know it'd still be a dream to be able to work with Wild Rye in some capacity because I'm like fuck it I don't care when you share these stories this is how you make a real life connection to a person instead of them just seeing a paper resume and picture or something or even just seeing your face yeah And I feel like just being willing to share too and being real that this is what something you've wanted for a long time and where it comes from and not just, again, like another number who wants to be a part of it. It's like, no, I've known about it from the beginning and I have no idea how working together would look again if it's just a connection to have her on the podcast someday. Mm -hmm. Like that's just what I'm looking for right now too in these things but you just can't hide yourself and especially if you want something just not going for it is and there's been plenty of things that I have not gone for that I feel like I should have but there's also been plenty of things that I have done and just on the whim but I don't know I feel like for the last couple years maybe I have not been going for it yeah and been a little bit of a shell of myself or something and I'm starting to it happens yeah and I feel like it happens without you even realizing like yeah I did realize for a couple years that I was not in a good place and not happy but I had no idea how to change that and so now I feel in this the opposite realm of like suddenly I feel like myself I don't know how it happened or when it happened or what exactly is happening that's, you know, gotten me back. But I still have financial stresses because I thought for one time for a while that like that was the one thing holding me back. And I'm, you know, back into those kind of same financial situations. But I don't feel like, of course, I'm stressed, but I don't feel like the world is fucking like crumbling 
on my shoulders or anything. I'm just like, one day at a time, just got to figure it out. And that's how I feel about this season in the winter and everything that we'll deal with as it comes is we can be preventative and prepared as possible as we think for living in the fifth wheel. But um, no matter what, how much we prepare, I feel like shit's going to fucking happen and we just have to deal with it. We could, you know, if a frozen pipe, even with being super preventative could happen, you know, a tree could fucking fall. Like, there's yep. just so many things that I feel like you can't, yeah, you can't just worry about the what ifs oh. and what nots. Like, with all, also with all that said, there's so many things in our lives that are just like a false sense of security. Like water will find the path of least resistance and shit breaks constantly. Yeah. Like nothing especially nowadays absolutely nothing is fucking made to last like you get like an old tool from the 50s that bad bitch is still kicking ass in 2023 but like you buy some cheap ass shit from harbor freight or whatever and it's like gonna die on you in six months yeah just like any electronic device or vehicles like it's fucking annoying so actually to falter so that we can spend more money and perpetuate the fucked up consumerism cycle Mm -hmm. yeah so annoying i I had to text my mom when i was at this last summit because there was a keynote uh from some folks who do a lot of work in the oceans and so finding and microplastics and whatnot after listening to this whole talk i had to text her like you have got to quit buying like all these toys for the kids uh yeah. and but i mean i am not the best like i'm i definitely fall victim to consumerism i like to buy new things um i'm not always conscious about how it's made what it is i don't i get like the it's shiny syndrome yeah it's too much that is too much of a responsibility to be put all on the consumer mm-hmm. a lot of it should be put on the companies that are fucking putting the shit out into the ether clap back all of it should. because that is exactly what somebody brought up again i can't remember which little summit thing i was in recently that it was said but exactly that of like the i think it was this this last one with the microplastics yeah because they did a survey which i should find the results not a survey but a actual testing study. that a they study. yes a study yeah, yeah. <laughs> that they just released the results on the first um they shared them with us and asked us you know like keep these quiet we released them to the public on the first and i didn't actually look Ooh, at them yet so i should tr- find that and share it because um they did. And they did another one that was all throughout the national parks. They picked up trash for X amount of time and they actually put them into categories of what it was like plastic bottles, cigarette butts, this, that, the other. And then also brands. So they said like Coca-Cola was like one of the major producers. And so that, yeah. And then, so that begged the question of, okay. And even ads are saying like, oh, recycle or whatever. The ads are making it feel like this is what you can do. Yeah. Because you've already bought this now. Now what do you do? You recycle it. And it's like, no, no, no. Like It should not be on us. It should be on you in the process in the first place. And that is where I think, and only because I am more familiar with the outdoor industry being in it. I don't know what other industries are doing, how big of moves they are making, but I know at least the small brands we work with, a lot of them are trying, you know, to fix it at that level. 
whether they're implementing programs or just being more conscious of, yes, where they produce, how all these things. things. And that's what the masses need to do. And that, again, that I brought up a couple episodes ago of like the collaboration over competition is I don't fucking care what industry you're in, what company you're in overall to protect the goddamn human race and the earth. You need to do what's right. And if you're all just in it to make the most like sustainable products, we're all going to benefit. Yes. So you're just going to. And nothing for me feels better than when I buy something from a company that is just like fully about the planet and conscientious and has great packaging and yeah all that good stuff that's grandpa's last cider press oh it's in my voice it like came back after drinking it murray just brought me a cider so cheers to yes. sustainability uh, yep. and being conscientious quincy's birthday cider from last year when he turned six awesome <laughs> that was grandpa's last press oh r.i.p daryl his birthday's coming up on friday oh that's always tough first one too right yeah because it was christmas time yeah that's that is tough dealing with those dates yeah how you don't know how emotional things are gonna be or what feelings will come up what maybe you actually haven't dealt with that are like oh hey still here yeah yeah Um, yeah so that's nice you guys have that cider though yeah yeah it's delicious um so speaking of sustainable brands and things this is exactly where i'm gonna put a little kind of plug for dovetail um dovetail workwear that is because i'm wearing their overalls right now that i love but i recently again i think i mentioned it last week but became an ambassador so that was really cool um which did provide me with an affiliate link which means if people buy from it we do get a little kickback commission but all of that our goal is to use to put towards the podcast for whatever we need, you know, cause right now everything is out of pocket, our own time, our own money to do everything. So it's just a little way that we can help, you know, sustain doing this and yeah. even get better at it by hopefully being able to get like, you know, equipment and shit like that or see each other in person. But the link will be in the show notes and I would say it, but it's, ugh, I'm trying to figure out if I can change the link so I can be like, dovetail workwear whatever dovetail.com slash tko tearing it up whatever it is because when i entered in my username that's what they use for the link i'm like oh no 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 i can't say that like it's my instagram like personal account which is so like t-e-a-k-a-y-e-o-h t-k-o like no i want to be able to plug it easily but um they are they definitely are making some moves in that sustainable realm and working with um, other partners and whatnot. Uh, one of them is blue, something blue. So working with construction workers and I should be more versed in this, but and that makes me happy to have quality goods that are also made with some conscientious mind. Yeah. With like the consumer in mind. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So 
instead of profit and just being like, oh yeah, we're just gonna put this thing out there. Yep, and they're still... gonna buy it because we're a big name. Yeah, it's like no, we're gonna cater to women's bodies. Yes, and yeah. women's bodies that are out there doing the things in the cold, in the wet, in the everything. And that's the thing is, I we started carrying them in the store too, um, which is super cool. I had like three pairs of their overalls and a coat um, before that happened, before our buyer brought them in. And I was super glad that she brought them in. And, uh, oops. Um, and so it just makes me, it, like, things that I actually use, like, I can sell. And I don't feel grimy about it, you know. But that's what I love about my shop anyway, is that the we curate curate the brands so specifically that we do stand behind you know all the the brands of course there's some little knickknack things or whatnot but for the clothing brands the big brands the big stuff we carry like they've got a a good message behind them and it just makes me feel good working for a company that also gives a shit and carries things that I can sell without being feeling like a grimy car salesman and I seriously since overalls came back in style this has been the first pair that I felt comfortable in because trying to go to Target and like buy some I was like what the fuck is this um like they just don't fit and and I can also so I want I bought them in the first place to wear casually because I was just looking for overalls and at the time not really working outside Mm. uh but I just, I love to put them on to do anything outside now. And I'm like, oh, so perfect up here. I need to try and get a pair of the thermal ones. Um, also, speaking outside. of like Target things, which don't get me wrong, love Target. I do. But for bigger breasted women like us, we are fucking damned if we find something we can put our big old titties in. Oh my God, I know. Mm-hmm. And so that is just the fight. Again, which is where it comes back to, I see Andrew pulling in too. So it might get a little bit of ruckus here once the boys all come in. But um, so when I mentioned fit model type goals, it's because, yeah, it's just so hard. I understand that for companies, they don't all have a big budget and you can't start off with all inclusive sizing of triple zero to fucking 32 or 24 or whatever. But it's just like there's 500 different mediums, you know, and 500 different set kinds of larges. Mm-hmm. I put on an extra large shirt that I got when I went to this dealer summit in Bend and extra large. And it did not fucking like. It was up to my belly button because that's the thing, boobs. So even an extra large shirt, they are not as long as they seem when they're just hanging on the hanger because they don't account for the five inches like out and then down as well. You know, that's like 10 extra inches of fabric. Um, Five inches. I feel like it's more than that. No, that's just like five inches out, five inches down. Yeah. Oh, okay, like, okay. I was so like, like 10. 10. Yep. Yeah, like 10 total, inches of fabric that you have <laughs> lost. Yeah. And like my friend was trying to get me to try on a medium, that shirt one time. Like, it's all we had left in the shop. And it was a kind of a, cr- not a crop top, but definitely a smaller or a shorter length. 
And I was like, no fucking way. Can I try a medium on in this brand? Like, I know a large shirt won't even fit, but just to get her to like, shut up and understand, I tried it on and yeah, it was like above my belly button. And I'm Uh like, yeah, this is not like you look online or at the models is not how the shirt fucking fits, but this is how it fits on, on me. And it's so fucking frustrating finding tops. Um, And And I feel like when we were growing up, when Victoria's Secret was like the standard, yeah, we would always feel like ashamed for having differences in our bodies. But nowadays, 15 years after we graduate high school, it's like people are like, yeah, different sized bodies. Yeah. And we all have cellulite and we all have stretch marks and, and imperfections are just a part of being a human. Like we all can't be these fucking aliens from outer space victoria's secret model bodies like no one no one (laughs) exactly and even in the like celebrity or hollywood world or of of aging right ageism and trying to stay looking young forever is like there is just you know a point where you have to accept that it's happening and your body's changing and that you can't do anything and that's no shame on fucking anyone who does botox or injections or anything like that i don't fucking care what you do as long as you like actually truly accept yourself and you're not you know doing it because you are to feel a a beauty standard yeah yeah because you're just like because you don't feel like you can be yourself like if you like it like i mean i dye my fucking hair so it could be the same things like i am not a natural blonde and haven't been for a very very long time and i do that because i love being blonde and i think i look better being blonde um and so that could be in the same exact category of doing something like botox or anything of looking a certain way so like i said i I was actually uh looking at myself in the video on here and I was like oh my god my hair is so dark maybe I should get bangs and then it would make <laughs> me feel like I can accept my dark hair yeah you know? like there's always something for sure but there is we're, and there's... We're, we're just human bodies man like we we don't have personal trainers like we don't have the like financial status to like have fit it. the mold of all the shit yeah and, and what's that's up j-lo my... and kim kardashian for coming in with their big ass and titties and being like hey women have ass and titties and the world being like great oh my god so that reminds me of another thing that i'll try not to forget but i won't segue into quite yet but um i saw a meme i feel like that said something about like asses are out again or something i know i don't know oh, what I... Was. I was just like oh my god like whatever but It's an interesting place to be where, like you said, when we were growing up, it was very much Victoria's Secret, like stick thin. Like, of course, there is also the big boobs. Yeah. Because, like, they're selling lingerie. Yeah. And, like, super defined cake mask, like, makeup lines. Yeah. Oh, just the beauty standards, man. And it's so nice to see it changing and hopefully for the younger generation it's like not gonna cause as many issues as it maybe did to ours I feel pretty lucky that like I think for the most part came out unscathed like yeah without an eating disorder exactly but still plenty of personal thoughts and feelings and that were heavier at different times and still are there and annoying and I'm Mm -hmm. still want to be a 
you know, not necessarily a certain weight because that, again, just like all bodies, like that weight, if it was this number, like that I was whatever, four or five years ago, like it doesn't mean I'm going to look the same. Like, so you're, cause it's all held in different places and whatnot. So it's not about the number, but it is about, I'm like, yeah, I want to feel better in my, like, I don't feel good in my body. So this whole thing of, you know, anti-diet culture fully agree with, but it can swing too far the other way where people are being shamed for wanting to lose weight and because it still is this mentality of like smaller is better and so it's not necessarily that for me and maybe it is actually still a little bit tied in that because it is harder to find clothes with the brands that I like um so yeah it's like a okay we'll start making clothes that actually fit but I'm also like I don't want to just keep fucking growing out of this and out of that like I like I said I want to feel good in my body and I felt better in my body at a certain time there's always something wrong but um but yeah it's it's an interesting place that we're in now where like I said the pendulum swings back the other way for people shaming you for wanting to to lose a little bit of weight for whatever reason that may be and it's, it's like as long as you at your core are happy and not doing it for anyone else but yourself then I think it's it's okay yeah it's in a healthy way like there's absolutely nothing wrong like you know what I want to lose 10 pounds because like I just think I I might feel a little bit better and you don't get into a downward spiral of an eating disorder or obsessing about the scale or what you're eating or it's something like that then I think it's fine. Same thing with like, yeah, you want a little Botox, go for it. But realize like in 10 years, that little bit of Botox might not be doing like what it was. And if you're just going out to do it for someone else besides yourself, then there's definitely. I've heard of people getting Botox for like migraines. Yes. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I've never, I don't know anyone personally. I just know that that's been a thing for a while. Um, Yeah, I haven't done Botox, but I've definitely thought of it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah I I have a friend who I have a friend who does it and another friend who was like wanted to start yeah. getting into that which was a kind of surprise surprising for me to hear this one say it because she's very down to earth like yoga teacher kind of gal and I was just like oh, wow really I wouldn't have expected yeah. you to want it but that goes to show too of like how how um how it affects everybody how yeah, you can't yeah. you can't dodge it but again it could just it's just your personal thing where you're just like yeah this is just fucking ridiculous like I yeah. need a little bit of something to make me feel also I will say that with like Victoria's Secret being the standard of beauty for us when we were growing up and in high school I feel like kids nowadays yes different body types are being accepted and all that great stuff but I feel like with these fucking filters it is changing how we see people's faces mm-hmm. and yes botox is a thing but i feel like it's going to affect the future generations down the road yeah yeah you know that's a very good point where it's like it's interesting because we so we didn't have the exposure on the other side and now people have that exposure but it's also i feel like 10 times as bad on the other side because it's all in your face all the time kids get phones at such a young age and there's all these filters in this fake life and I was listening to something recently that was talking about 
how edited a certain platform was at one time and god what it's uh, maybe it will come to me but it was very interesting to hear this person's take that they would almost take posts down oh it was tiktok in the beginning days i guess they would take posts down if they thought you were gonna get um like shamed so it still fed into the culture of like oh you don't look like this way so you're gonna get bullied so we'll just remove that like as if they were trying to protect the person but they're still then filtering the whole yeah the platform completely by only showing these perfect things if they saw a house in the background where it looked like you were like poor then they would like take that down so it's everyone in this beginning tiktok world was like perfect uh this certain body and lifestyle image and whatnot i was just like blown away to hear that like wow what a trip yeah, and it's crazy and, how and I even catch my eye doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when I see something yes. like out of like pattern or whatever, I'm like, oh, that's not perfect, or this isn't mm-hmm. how it's. And I'm like, well, you know what? Life is fucking messy. Or like whenever I go to someone's house and they're like, oh, please excuse my house. It's so messy. I'm like, houses are lived in. Like this is where we can let our all of our boundaries down all of our like mm-hmm. facades down and be ourselves and like throw beer cans across our room if we want to you know what I mean yeah so absolutely don't apologize and I also tell people have you seen where I live and who I live with <laughs> like, are you kidding me man well like you don't gotta apologize to me <laughs> yeah yeah but- well and that's something because you said replied to a story of mine where Tug was laying on the couch in the pile of clothes and like there was a much larger mess all around also of like hey like you'll get to it when you get to it or whatever and it's like yeah especially in a small space you know it takes not much to not much to be that way but for me again it goes back to feeling like my personal like health like I feel so good when everything's put in its place and there's no mess but then I just want to like not move like all right can't yeah. eat now because I can't yeah. use a dish. Don't like, walk in this yeah, room. Totally. You touch one thing. You move that pen, yep. I'm going to fucking end your life, man. Exactly. <laughs> Put your socks back on because <laughs> the laundry is done. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So finding that balance and also just like accepting that, hey, dude, life gets messy. And mm-hmm. yes, your personal space is like a fucking representation of you and all that shit. But like, life gets fucking messy but then again it's not really or like if it is it's like we're messy humans are messy minds are messy if if it was a representation of myself I feel like it would be just utter chaos all the time because that's how I feel my brain is so I don't know it's just and it doesn't have to be that's like so silly that it is a thing that Mm -hmm. your car or house or whatever shows you know is a part of you or shows this or that it's your status I guess rather it's like and and you know what maybe other people aren't as accepting as you and I absolutely not (laughs) absolutely I thought I almost fell over my chair I was just on a little dip (laughs) oh god um also maybe it's the whiskey I'm drinking who knows (laughs) either or who knows um Let's no, see. I'm, I'm generally not a judgy fuck, but I definitely can be a judgy uh, fuck. Yeah, same. I am. And I, but 
it doesn't make it any better whether it's like not saying it out loud or having an inside joke between a friend yeah but I feel like yeah you can definitely say things but I don't that's not how I write a person or something off um it could be a first impression but I will still allow the chance of like oh that's totally not who you are but it's hard not to but if you're a dog or an impression of like oh oh gosh yeah that's I'm a little bit scared to dive in deeper because uh, <laughs> of this is what I see on the outside or something like, I don't know. You can, I think it's okay to have those, those feelings as long as you are, you're not shutting the, shutting anything else off. You're willing to like learn more yeah. and, and like forget your judgments and yes and whatnot, but it just, hard. We are, it's hard to, to, to be that person who doesn't judge at all would be so interesting to be for a day and I'd be like wow because I feel like you live in like yes exactly like you live in some kind of utopia that I wish I lived in because then it would mean I would never have conflict in my own brain or with another person and that seems like it'd be very nice at times but at the again it's like well you know the the mess makes the person more more vibrant yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, Yeah, all the Disney movies that we watched and all the other shit that we were, like, objectively subjected to that we didn't even know. Yeah, and it's it's so interesting at times where I see, I don't, I see people talk about stuff like that Mm -hmm. and how much of an effect maybe that had on them. And maybe I'm just (laughs) ignorant to my own inner issues of these or something but I'm like nope didn't no didn't happen to me like I did not just because I saw only movies about damsels in distress I don't know it made me want to be the hero not like I I, I didn't relate to the damsel in distress like it made me not want to be that so it's a just one of those ways that I feel like such an anomaly in the world of like yeah I I did not feel like oh this is the role I have to play I just always went the other way and I fucking I loved playing with Barbies I loved playing with Tonka trucks like I don't know I but yeah there's still shit that for sure insecurities that I have based off of uh things that were the societal norms but I also feel like I have an all right sense of that not being real like I can get into a dark place or something about it but I can also be like this is not reality like for you or whatever this is uh this is fake and you're mm-hmm. gonna like you know move past it but oh gosh, of, uh, damsels in distress i was gonna say uh uh any sugar daddies out there <laughs> <laughs> want to help this damsel in distress also is- i heard that there is a website or like a dating app that you could download where you can find rich zaddies and date based on like it's probably called richdaddy.com. No, it was called, <laughs> it was called like something arrangements. Oh like, my God. Like, Edible arrangements. No, something fucking like that. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. And That's I'm so also crazy. so broke right now that I've been thinking about like doing some crazy ass OnlyFans shit, but not like showing my personal body, but being like, I don't wear panties, but being like, here's my dirty panties. (laughs) It's so funny because I've totally thought of all those things. Like, all right, how can I make some quick cash? But it's just like, I'm also like, like, well, like, so cool. Again, I wish I could like do that. 
Yeah. Because if you do, great and good for you for for taking advantage of the opportunity that you have in front of you because I'm just like, nope, I just can't. I just cannot. I would just be like laughing my ass off or something. And I don't know. If you can laugh and make like five G's, great. Yeah, totally. That's where it's like, yeah, can we do some like funny fully clothed TikTok things and go viral yeah. or something and not have to have an OnlyFans. Because <laughs> yeah. I feel like if I had to have an OnlyFans, I would need to get like a signature head mask so people don't see my actual face and be yeah. like, oh, that's yeah. Casey's mom. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, totally. How do you avoid certain people or things? Like even just podcasting, I'm like, I wonder if my mom or dad listened to this. Yeah. Um, and we keep it pretty clean, but I started listening to a podcast recently with this girl that I know is doing it. And they talk a lot about sex and, and like, not just, you know, your conventional, like they talk about their feelings mm-hmm. of threesomes, anal, all the fucking things. I'm like, good for I, you. More yeah. power to you. Like I'll listen because it's again, relatable content or like, and this is what people crazy. want to talk about or hear yeah, about. And taboo. They can, yeah, exactly. So to to be able to put that content out there for people, I think is amazing. Yes. But I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. That's just not exactly what I want, yes. like my content to be. Uh, but I uh, love that you're talking about it. Yes, but guess what? I don't have obviously. to because you are. <laughs> yeah, and I also love when people push the envelope, man. Yeah. I, I love pushing the envelope and I am so very much so which I understand that a lot of people are not like this I wear my emotions on the tip of my tongue and my nose like if there's something wrong with me you know it before you even start having a conversation with me you know what I mean like and I get that not all people are like that but dash me yeah totally um so speaking of like having a sugar zaddy you're gonna have to like really sell yourself to katie burrell and be like so how do i become part of your posse yes yeah totally <laughs> absolutely um and i'm glad that you mentioned that again because it was reminding me how much i me- mentioned the crest of yeah. just knowing all these people who are have these different connections and things and i got a message from a girl nicole who she worked at the crest a little bit when I was there but she was the and still is that one of the the owner's oldest son's girlfriend Mm -hmm. and so in the last few years since they've been back full-time from school like her and um her boyfriend they have just worked there and it's been like such a family business and she was so sweet I mean she was she felt so young when I was there still because I think she they had just graduated high school or I think even before they graduated there around but she messaged me uh about the podcast and she said she listens to every episode and she loves it and I was just like oh my god Nicole like you have my heart (laughs) to us oh my god yeah I told her I was like that's so awesome because I don't even think that like I didn't think anyone listened to all the episodes except for me yeah like maybe (laughs) Hillary you know like but, Thanks, Hill Dog. Yeah, totally. I feel like we reference her in every episode. Hard not to. I know. Hard not to, man. Especially when you got a roll dog like Hillary. Totally. But I I had to share that with you that there is uh we have a hardcore listener out there Yay. and she what is just the sweetest again? thing. Nicole. Thanks, Nicole. We love you. Yeah. So um she's a part of the Crest family whom I just love so much because so... I always say this or I used to. I haven't had to in a while just because I haven't talked to anyone about the Crest. But uh the Crest I feel like is really what made me stay in Tahoe because 
I got a job first at the resort at Squaw Creek at this coffee shop. And it was just like, wear a polo shirt, like weird shit. They were ready to like make me a manager like the first day. And I think it's because mostly J1s worked there, which are, um, uh, Jesus, people from out of town that work on visas for the summer Mm -hmm. or for the winter. A lot come from like um, Australians and shit. Yeah, a lot of South Americans. And so I feel like because I was not that I could be someone who could be like year round, like immediately like, oh, yeah. But I was just like, this is not going to be the fucking place for me. Not because of that, but like I said, polo shirts and just very weird corporate and uh, kind of a convenient store thing, too. Not just like this coffee shop that I worked at at Crystal that was super chill and right outside the door to the Mm -hmm. to the hill. Um. And I went into the crest. They were selling tall cans of Rainier. I'm like, this is the place. This is where I'm going to fucking work. Like, got my application in, got the job. And I, just the people that I met there, that I worked with there were just so nice and genuine. They were my first friends in Tahoe because I moved with people down from Washington. So it was, yeah, without having that place and able to cultivate those relationships there and that community that it had of just the the local people coming in I was it it's I think what sold me and made me stay in Tahoe then when I I left and I came back and I worked on and off there for like four years and still very much just love them so much so I feel like I got out to the crest in Tahoe I owe them for Tahoe or is it Truckee it's well I think their address is technically Tahoe City they're (laughs) Um, in between they're not in, quite all yes. the way like in Tahoe City they're right at the bottom of Alpine Meadows um, so I don't know if Alpine oh my god I can't believe I'm tripping on the fact that we have a listener yeah totally yeah <laughs> can't wait until she hears this <laughs> but yeah well with that I'm probably gonna have to sign out here I've got a meeting at six so um, try and maybe get some dinner going in the interim or something before that goes down and uh I'm so happy we got to talk again in less than a week and oh actually for sign off I will say that we are going to have a guest again um I don't know if it will be the next episode uh just depending on when we you and I can record again um and how that works out with Cherie's schedule um so there may be something in between her. Otherwise, she'll be on soon. And she oh. is in, I think, her third year of school with Ayurvedic medicine. Oh. I'm super excited to talk to her more about that. She is one of the crew who I moved to Tahoe with. Um, and she stayed for a long time and just left in COVID uh, to go back home and just have a, a place with family and continued school throughout there and so now she's actually taking um I don't know if patients is like the right word patients or clients not sure um but taking people on in her internship she's still being supervised by people who have graduated in the in the medicine but um so you kind of get two professionals you get to deal with her and then you also get to like have the affirmation of the supervisor or whatever so I think that's really cool and yeah I'm excited to talk about what she is actually doing with her with her people as she's taking people on and and learn a bit more where is she based out of right now she's in Montana she moved to Montana and started working at a fly fishing lodge I believe this summer um what a fucking babe oh yeah she is alert she's just like 
you know, cut from the same kind of cloth as us as far as like super independent, go for your not shit. Not the damsel in distress. Yeah, not uh, oh, she <laughs> highly structured and organized and just doing the damn thing. She's always doing something. Yes. Um, I mean, even when I lived with her, I like barely saw her because she was just like on the go constantly. I'm like, Cherie, I need to like hang out with you. She's like, I got yeah. this, I got that. I mean, like, oh, I have Tuesday at three. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. pencil me yeah. in. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I so we'll it. have her on here soon. And uh, that'll be exciting and just a change of pace, having a pretty specific topic. And, yeah. and also, I feel like voice. I've heard of her so much from both you and Hillary but I haven't actually met her IRL so this will be nice for me to like put a face to a name yeah she's super good friends with Becca too so Ah, uh, because yeah she comes the original connection is from Greenwater and then um yeah we just ended up staying down in Tahoe for uh, a long time together together and separate together but separate but yeah <laughs> so that'll be super fun and cool and then hopefully we also have some some more people coming up um but those are just all in the works still yeah and maybe katie burrell cool go make your new best friend totally Which cannot wait the 15th right yeah oh, we'll have to do an update then yes yeah so like i said um if we don't get one in next week then hopefully the week after and that may or may not be when Cherie's on if she's on the next week then it'd be perfect that we just like recap that I mean I don't know how much I'm even gonna be able to say I was like can I even say that I don't know yeah but they posted that they were looking for extras so I'm like sure I can say that right I just I won't say plus we only have one listener and it's Nicole and we love her (laughs) (laughs) totally and she I'm sure no she fucking probably sees things still all the time also tomorrow is election day motherfuckers vote like your uterus goddamn depends on it thank god because when I went into town today I was like fuck I forgot my ballot I'm so screwed and I realized that I still have a day so thank the load yeah yeah I just was filling out my ballot before we got on here and I had to phone a friend because she's (laughs) way more in the know about the things than I am and she just knowledge to me about the things that I ought to vote on so that's awesome yeah vote 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 it matters yes and we'll definitely be posting this episode tonight then so people can hear it tonight and tomorrow and not forget to do it yeah don't forget to vote bitches okay well signing off for real now this time so many exciting things happening and uh can't wait to talk about them more on the next episode all right Goodbye, Internet. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode and would do us a huge favor since we don't have any sponsors or anything like that and would rate and review us on whatever platform it is you use, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, uh, whatever it is. And if you're listening and downloading just through the website, tearingituppodcast.com, leave comments um we'll definitely engage back with you and on social media right now we're just on instagram tearing it up podcast is the handle like the posts share the posts comment on the posts whatever it is you got um show us your love so we just stay relevant and show up in the rankings at all so again rate and review please and we'll see you next time thanks